what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, sit me trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Fuel. I am your host, John Eddie Jr., alongside, as always, Tom Tuttle. Mm-hmm. And uh, not a lot of news today, uh, so we're yeah. going to play a giant game of Would You Rather, Fantasy Football <laughs> Edition. Uh, maybe just some regular NFL stuff thrown in. But, of course, we do have to talk about the Washington franchise, because the name Redskins is officially retired. Yep. No longer will we ever be able to call them the Redskins. This is going to be harder, I think, than stopping saying San Diego or <laughs> Oakland or St. <laughs> Louis. Some of those things, yeah. um, it, unless they're complete and utter overhaul of a logo and team name and it's different colors, it's going to be hard not to yeah. say Redskins. But, you know, we'll get through it. Yeah, eventually. Uh, I, I remember the Devil Rays. That was difficult oh, yeah. for me. Uh, the Tampa Bay. Oh. <laughs> yes. I, every single time. All right. I couldn't get it. No, but yeah, we'll survive somehow. Um, yeah. Washington owner Dan Snyder stated that the preferred replacement name is tied up in a trademark fight. So it feels mm. like it's going to be something very recognizable. But at the same time, who knows? Trademarks get patented all the time, and they are just in limbo. I'm assuming they've got enough money to make this an easier fight, but you never know. Who knows? (laughs) We'll see what happens. I'm interested in the the moment it comes out. It's going to be probably the top story of the week or of the day at least because everybody wants to know, What's it going to be? What are your uniforms going to look like? Because that's going to be interesting, and it's going to be kind of fun to watch, to be honest. It will be, because I was trying to convey uh, my thoughts to a coworker earlier when we were talking about it, and it will feel weird if they don't keep the same colors, and, yeah. it, and it is drastically changed because so many people will still have their gear that they want to go to the games with and represent their team. So if they move away from the red and the mustard yellow (laughs) and they're like blue and gray, uh, they go to a home game and you're wearing red and they're playing against the 49ers. (laughs) Like, how is this going to look in the stands? How many people are actually rooting for the home team? I just hope they don't go to blue and gray because there's enough blue and grays out yeah, well, there. You already yeah. got the Lions and the Cowboys. I mean, I guess the Cowboys are silver technically, but yeah. they look similar. I don't need, I don't need another blue and gray. No. That's, that's not good. Sorry, <laughs> it was the first example I thought of. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we we've got a bunch of questions we're going to ask each other. Neither one know what's coming at us. Nope. So we're playing some would you rather's and. Uh, Some of them you have to think about for just a second. Oh, this seems like an easy question, but there's a little (laughs) bit more, you know, behind it. Uh, So I'll start off with an interesting one. Um, If you had to pick an entire offense for fantasy football, so this is you had to have everybody from this team, would you rather have the entire Browns offense or the entire Falcons offense? 
Oh, I'm, immediately, I'm, I think Browns. Right. That Just seems like the obvious one. OBJ, you got Landry. I mean, well, you don't have really Njoku right now because he's expecting to be traded. And you got somebody young at quarterback that you like. And, you know, obviously they still have uh, Hooper at tight end. That's that's probably where I'd lean on that. But if you think about it, you got Matt Ryan and you got Julio, which is he's probably the best receiver out of all of them because right. OBJ would have been in that conversation, but he's just kind of fallen mm-hmm. to a, a point to where it's not it's not even considerable to be even close to Julio. And you you still got uh, Ridley and you got other guys there, but I, I if I'm just thinking rationally i'm probably going with the browns but that's tough because i think i rather and if, the, if are we talking dynasty are we talking this is it this well, one year if you want to talk about either or which you prefer in both that's fine if i rather have matt ryan for this year sure but dynasty obviously you go with the younger quarterback and i think that he still has plenty of uh baker mayfield still has plenty of talent to to come and i don't know we'll see what the browns do but the problem is the browns are the browns exactly that was my whole point in doing this one and that is the hardest decision to make when you got spectacular players that you know can produce in fantasy football but when they're on the browns it gets really iffy so it's a tough one but i'm just for now i guess i just go with the browns i don't that's where i'd be at and the the thing that made me kind of think this was a a good question was a lot of the, yes, the established passing game of the Falcons mm-hmm. versus the possibility of the Browns, but the right. Browns running game seems to have more upside, but it's Todd oh, Gurley and the Falcons who, if he comes back, that uh, would be an insane offense to build around, he, but we don't the think problem that's going to happen. He has to prove that. Of and that's course. why I didn't really talk about the running backs because right. I thought it was just kind of, no brainer. Like it's not to me. Chubb and Hunt are way better than what Gurley's going to be, unless he actually does come back. And I'm not willing to risk that sure. and say that he's going to come back and be the guy because it's just not. It's it's a no brainer to me at All this right. point. Fair enough. Shoot one. <laughs> All right. My first one to you is I don't know. I, I tried to make these somewhat difficult for you to ponder. <laughs> I don't know. This one might be easy for you, but. Um, would you rather have for this year, not dynasty, Le'Veon Bell or Leonard Fournette? Hmm, that is a good one. Um, <laughs> I am still a believer in Le'Veon Bell. Uh, okay. Leonard Fournette, uh, I don't know what to expect out of him in Jacksonville because it seemed like he was on his way out during the draft, like he was going to get traded somewhere, and that would, of course, possibly alter my decision here. But with the much upgraded offensive line of the New York Jets, I think Le'Veon Bell is a better, at least more uh, valuable pick because he's been going in the third and fourth round. I know that probably wasn't part of the question, but I'm still taking Le'Veon. Well, it actually was part of the question because I 
the reason I did this is because Leonard Fournette is going like at least 12 running back spots above Le'Veon Bell. Okay. And I thought that was a little ridiculous. And I wanted to, I wanted to throw, I because I could have picked at some other running backs other than Leonard Fournette. I was like, Leonard Fournette's the perfect one because you can't, it's really hard to trust in Fournette right now, right. but I feel like it's easier to trust in Le'Veon. So I thought they kind of equaled out in that trust sure. area. And that's, it just makes it makes you scratch your head that they're that far away from each other on the rankings. Yeah, it's it's so funny that I just I see where Le'Veon is going, and I'm going to try and get him in pretty much mm-hmm. every draft possible because I'm willing to reach a little bit for Le'Veon. Right. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I think I can get him in the fourth, so I'll take somebody else in the third if there's nobody else there that I'm really super you know on top of. I would still reach for Le'Veon because he is still possibly a first-round running back talent. I'll take it every time. Yeah, that's very possible. All right, shoot me one. All right, this one I want to hear your thoughts as a fantasy (laughs) football player and as a Jets fan. So I need fantasy and I need NFL talk for this one. All right. Would you rather the starting quarterback be for the New England Patriots, Cam Newton or Jared Stidham? Jared Stidham. Um, for the NFL, that's 100% Jared Stidham um, because Cam Newton has the possibility of being absolutely insane and ridiculous and awesome. I also think he has the possibility of being really bad, but his really bad is about as good as Jared Stidham is <laughs> going to be. So as far as New York Jets fan, I much rather see Jared Stidham. Okay. Fantasy football, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I would still say Cam Newton just because he's got the legs and Stidham's just new and we don't really know what he's going to give you. I would never grab Stidham in fantasy football where there's a chance I would take Cam Newton. That's pretty much the only way I can answer it. Okay. No, that's good. (laughs) Uh, Cam is definitely one that you can take at the very end of the draft and be fine if he doesn't produce. Be like, okay, well, I tried, but I didn't get it. (laughs) I was hoping. I crossed my fingers and I got nothing, so whatever. All right. Next. All right. Would you rather have all of your fantasy teams win the championship, but your favorite NFL team misses the playoffs? Or your favorite NFL team makes the playoffs, but you don't make the playoffs in any of your fantasy teams. See, I feel this is a unfair question because I have already said this and gone on record. Maybe not on the show, okay. but I have gone on record before the Eagles won the Super Bowl saying I will not win any money in fantasy football this year as long as the Eagles win the Super Bowl. And I didn't say Super Bowl. I said playoffs. Yeah, well, it's even, <laughs> even better. Like, uh, it's if it's just playoffs, I probably would rather win the money. But okay, if you're, you're talking you're Super Bowl, the championship in every single one of your leagues. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I didn't say Super Bowl because okay. I knew where you would go okay. immediately. Yeah, so I guess if it's just the playoffs, yeah, screw <laughs> it. I'll just take the money and uh, right. we'll group right. next year. <laughs> okay. Here is probably an easy one for you. Okay. If this is just like regular old, you know, standard one-year fantasy football league. Okay. If you could get rid of permanently, forever, from the face of fantasy football, if you could get rid of 
either the kicker or the defense, which one would it be? Kicker. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's just so incredibly point. I did an episode. What was it last year? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what, what, which, what it was, but it was, it was two years ago. I did an episode on that. And if you just average, uh, I can't even explain it. Right. But you take the, the best kicker in the league, at least what everybody thinks is the best kicker. And you compare it to just a random bunch of it's other kickers random every kicker. single yeah. week. It's basically the same yep. at the end of the season. So there's no real reason to even have kickers in the league. And it just makes things more, ugh, I got to get a kicker. It's yep. just not, it's not fun anymore. Yep. Just don't need it. Nope. Don't need it. Don't care. I've gotten rid of kickers and defense in most of the new leagues that yeah. we make. We still have kickers in the flag league, but that we do individual defensive players. So we got to have a little bit more on the offense just to have some more points going there. But yeah, I'm so tired of, and then they're basically making the kickers worth less anyway, because they're going for two more often. And yeah, it's yeah. Yep. Bye-bye kickers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's my next question for you. Would you rather have, Will Fuller or DeAndre Swift for this year? Why do you do this to me? (laughs) That is a terrible, terrible would you rather question. That's why I feel attacked. I feel attacked. (laughs) Anybody that's listening, no, I absolutely cannot stand any Lions running back. Not saying I'm against DeAndre Swift, but just like the Cleveland Browns, until the running backs in Detroit prove that they can actually be fantasy useful. I don't want to pick them, but (laughs) (laughs) Will Fuller, though I have loved him over the past couple of years in the games that he has shown up in and not on the sidelines, he has been amazing. But I guess it's an easy question. If you're talking dynasty and I get to keep the player for I'll just take Swift and hope he comes out to something. But for one year this year, I think I'd still take Fuller. Man, that is a I, – I understand what you're saying there. And you just got to cross your fingers that he plays the whole season because then at that point he probably will have a little bit better of a season. But I don't know. I really think DeAndre Swift does take the role this year and he's going to at least be a the guy getting most of the carries. And, and that does have something to do with a little bit of fantasy. But Will right. Fuller <laughs> – you cannot, you cannot at all guarantee that he's going to play sixteen games. Oh, no. it's possible that he gets eight games, and it, you feel good if you get eight games out of him. Right. So it's a hard question. That's why. That's why I asked it. Yeah. No, that one <laughs> did not expect that to come my way. So uh, kudos to you, sir. All right. Uh, would you rather play mm-hmm. in a? One season super flex league, PPR, all that good stuff, okay. or a standard dynasty league. I don't like standard. <laughs> um, I, I, the one season, I, I, I just I'm I grow so far <laughs> away from standard leagues now, to where I just don't. I want I want points for receptions. I really do. Like to me. Otherwise, having a, a, a wide receiver just getting points for uh, yardage and touchdowns just makes me, eh. I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. So I'd rather do super flex and, you know, 
take two quarterbacks, whatever it is, yeah. and just, yeah. I Start much really over year after year after year. <laughs> just don't yeah. like anymore. I know. I get it. That's okay. I, I want to get into one standard league again because I don't think any of my leagues have been yeah. standard for I don't know how long <laughs> that I kind of like, I want to mix it up and get into one. So, yeah, it makes you draft you. differently. It makes you think about things differently. You got different yep. things to root for. If you've got them in one in your standard league, you got you know somebody like um, Michael Thomas in your yeah. standard league. Yep, and he's getting ten catches a game, but he's only getting one hundred and twenty yards and maybe a touchdown. And you're going against. Michael Thomas in a PPR league, you're like, stop throwing the ball to him. I got enough yards already. <laughs> you know, I mean, and that makes every single play worth watching. That's why I like PPR because, man, I need a couple points. All I need is a couple catches. That's it. And you, so you're watching every single play from each individual player, hoping. But if you need a couple points, you're like, man, I hope, I hope he gets a touchdown. <laughs> or I hope he gets an, uh, another 20-yard run. Yards. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a lot to ask right now. So, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Go ahead. All right. This one is a question that's asked often to many people. But I want to know you because I'm not sure I've actually asked you this question. But would you rather have the first pick in a draft or the last pick in a draft man you know i always always used to say i'd rather have pick 12 or whatever mm-hmm. the last in the round is but i haven't had the number one pick in so long <laughs> that i'm not even sure how i would draft it's been that <laughs> I long i am that unlucky well okay i i gotta take that back in the back row one of their uh listener leagues i did get the number one overall pick and I was like, well, I've got Christian McCaffrey in so many leagues already that I needed to do something different. So I took Saquon (laughs) Barkley last year. Not that it's bad because I'm still going to have him as the number one running back this year Mm. coming up. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, I haven't in a meaningful league that I have put money into and invested a lot of time into. I have not had the number one pick. So just for that reason, I'd like to have the number one pick right now. (laughs) <laughs> just so you have it and you can actually play with it a little bit i understand that but man it is really nice to get back-to-back picks and that's why it's almost more tempting because you, you that well, first you get round, back-to-back picks with the number one pick too it's just got to wait a while yeah it's just that you have to get that back-to-back like in that first round you can have christian mccaffrey with the first pick or whoever saquon doesn't matter but if you think there's somebody else that's going to get overlooked and you just get boom, boom, two guys right away right. that are that are fantastic, almost first round caliber guys. It's a win, and yeah, you do get back to back picks coming back around on the first side, but I don't. Yeah, they're I, not I, as valuable. Some, sometimes <laughs> it's not as it's not even nearly as good because that first round, the talent there is yes. usually a step above, quite a bit of step above of the third round, which is basically where you're picking when you got the next right. back-to-back when you're the first player taking a, a guy off the board. But, yeah, that was my question. Okay. Now it's your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, if you had to, because there's a lot of people that will stream different positions, you know, they'll punt a position like mm-hmm. tight ends or quarterbacks or obviously if you're still doing kickers and defenses. But between quarterbacks and tight ends, yeah. Which of those would you rather have to stream? 
Uh, man, quarterbacks. There's always something there that you can figure out and, you know, get. At tight ends, there's, if you're streaming tight ends, it's really <laughs> difficult. Like, you, you're sitting there thinking, okay, this week, who is has the best man? Man, there's nobody here. It's garbage. <laughs> but if there's a, a quarterback that's even playing, it's at least going to give you something. So I'd rather stream a quarterback than a tight end. Okay. Now that's probably the more popular answer if we were to yeah. ask this to many people. I love the challenge of streaming <laughs> tight ends because there has been such good ways to do this. You know, a couple of years back, the Giants were absolutely, utterly terrible against the tight end. So you yeah. could pick oh, up yeah. whoever it was. I mean, even I think there was a, a time where George Kittle was out or maybe it was like, well, just play the other one anyway. And I think whoever the other San Francisco tight end was still got a touchdown against the Giants that week. And I picked him up in the league and played him. I was like, this is amazing how bad the Giants defense is against the tight end that you're, you're fine playing <laughs> literally anybody that is on the waiver wire for the team they're playing that week. So I like yeah. the challenge, but it's definitely going to be easier to stream quarterbacks. You'll no, still no. get some points somewhere. Yeah. All right. Now this one is a dynasty strictly question. Oh, okay. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow? <sighs> well, <laughs> I know my instant reaction mm-hmm. is Joe Burrow mm-hmm. just because I haven't been very comfortable with what Baker Mayfield has put on the field other than his rookie year where he actually did very well coming in to replace Rod Taylor. But last year, it just didn't seem like he had it, and he has the weapons. Joe Burrow obviously is a very, very much unknown, but he's got some weapons. Uh, He's got a good running back just like Mayfield did. He's still got a stud wide receiver if he stays on the field in A.J. Green. Tyler Boyd has been a very good number two. That's and true. You got your boy T. Higgins in there. Oh, yeah. So there is um, some weapons. So I think long term, I think I would just take the chance on Joe Burrow. And right. I don't care about Baker. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to go with another young quarterback because I was like, well, if I go with Josh Allen, it's going to be Josh Allen. Well, yeah, yeah. I go with Sam Darnold. You're probably leaning Sam Darnold there. So it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, that's the, that was the best one I could do for a young quarterback. You should have asked, uh, what's his face? Uh, can't remember Jordan love or Jalen hurts. That's what it should have been. <laughs> you mean instead of Joe Burrow? No, just those two versus each other. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 I, probably, I probably go with love. I don't know. That's tough. That's a hard yeah, one. That, that is, is a hard one. It's a tough one. Uh, all right, back to me already. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with my unknown player stat line. I'm going to save the (laughs) other one that I have here for last. So I have two players here that in the ADP I was looking at, Mm -hmm. they go back to back. They are both wide receivers. They have both had multiple 1000 yard seasons in their careers they've both been in the league since 2014 Mm -hmm. last year one of them had 42 catches 583 yards two touchdowns okay the other one had 83 
catches for 1,174 yards and six touchdowns. This seems like a super easy question. <laughs> and it is, in my opinion. But which one of these would you rather have before I reveal their names? I mean, obviously, I have to go with the second one just based <laughs> off of the stats that you've given me. I right. mean, and and the first one had 14 games played. The second one had 16 games played. So it's not yeah. like it was an injury-riddled season. Yeah. Here's the thing. The first player, the one that only had 42 catches, he had been going in, like, the third and fourth rounds the last couple of seasons, and even higher mm. before that. And the other player... Number two here has been going in the same round every single mm. year. Who would that be? Gotta, the second wide receiver is Jarvis Landry. So okay. I knew you'd want him anyway if I just said <laughs> the names. The first, the, the first guy who actually goes one pick ahead of Jarvis Landry in this year's draft and had been going in the second, third, and fourth rounds the last, like, three years, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. He's still oh being goodness. drafted. This far ahead. Now, I kind of understand why you want him in the situation he's in this year. He should be the number one wide receiver. But really, are, are we still taking Brandon Cooks in front of guys like Jarvis Landry? Yeah, it's, it's crazy because Cooks has the – there's something weird with Landry. Like, people just don't really think about him as a – number two even right when it comes to wide receivers and it's like i don't know i feel like he is he's a lot more consistent than people realize and that's to me that's why i like jarvis landry because he is consistent and he can have big games as well and the only problem is baker mayfield that uh, if that were to be completely corrected this year you could see jarvis go nuts right and i'm hoping for that because i like jarvis landry i really do he's one of my favorite players in the league well, but, uh, before we get think, to yours, I just want to show a few more stats. Um, the targets that these two players have had, the least amount of targets Brandon Cooks have had is 69 in a season. Last year, he only had 72. The most he's had in a season, 84. Or no, Ooh. sorry, sorry, that's uh, receptions. Uh, okay. Most <laughs> amount of targets is 129. Sorry. Okay. So that's a decent amount. Well, if you look at Jarvis Landry, the least amount of targets he's ever had in a season is 112. The most he's had is 166, and he's also had 161 targets. So The least is 112. The least is 112, which is uh, almost on par with what the most is every single season for Brandon Cooks. 114, 117 twice, and 129. So if you're going to draft Brandon Cooks above... Jarvis Landry still, after five <laughs> years of stats, six years of stats, I, I don't know if I can help you anymore. That's a very good point, and I absolutely love it. Thank you for sharing that one with <laughs> me because, wow, that just opens my eyes even more. Not like I wasn't going to anyway, but right. I love Jarvis Landry, and that's just beautiful, beautiful stats. All right, on to my question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather go 0-4 at the beginning of the fantasy season with each loss by less than five points? Or, I know that's that's heartbreaking, <laughs> I know. Or lose your most productive player due to injury or suspension with four games left in the regular fantasy season? Ooh. Mm. I mean, I've overcome 0-4 deficits before in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. But it is not fun putting in the time and effort and mm-hmm. stress levels of an 0-4 season 
But at the same time, if you're losing one of your most productive players <laughs> heading into the playoffs, that's a little stressful as well. Yes, it is. Uh, if I have to pick one of those, I think I would probably still rather start 0-4. <laughs> knowing that I can make up and, you know, make some deals and pick up some free agents and, yeah, still have a chance at the playoffs. Because if you're losing your most productive guy right before playoffs, even if you still yeah, make hard. the playoffs, it, and I've done that before. What was yeah. that trade we made a couple of years back where I got Kareem Hunt or something from you? No, and then he gets hurt. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah, got yeah, hurt yeah, right yeah. going into the playoffs. I was like, I made the playoffs because I traded for <laughs> Kareem Hunt. And then he gets hurt or suspended or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. I'm like, well, yay, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, it, it is really difficult to lose basically your most productive player with four games left in the season or, or anything close to that. It's like, now, now what? Like, that's right. that's the guy that was going to carry me through the playoffs. Now, if I make the playoffs, what's the point? But if you're 0-4 and you have a good team, and that's why I put in you lost by less than five in each yeah. one of the games, you still have a good team. Yep. So you could still make up. Unless on you were so playing against other teams Never give sucked. up. <laughs> Always keep going unless you're like, Oh, and eight, then it's time to give up. Well, yeah, oh, and eight, that's a hole you probably won't be able to get out of. All right, uh, you got two questions left, I believe. Uh, I do, but I'm just going to do the one right now because we already kind of did this one, but would you rather have the best kicker or the best defense? (laughs) There have been too many instances over the years of a great defense propelling you through the fantasy season. So that's uh, pretty much a no-brainer. You yeah. take the defense because that Bears defense from a while back, uh, the Patriots defense, what was it, two years ago or three years ago, something where they were just scoring mm-hmm. an amazing amount of touchdowns. That's so much more valuable than the very best kicker who's going to get you 10 points more than the second-best kicker throughout <laughs> the year. Yeah, agreed. All right, so are you done with your questions, or do you still have the one more? I still have one more. Do you want me to go first? Yes, I would like you to go first. All right, in in fantasy, not in the regular NFL, would you rather have Brett Favre in his prime or Aaron Rodgers in his prime? That is a good one. (laughs) I was trying to think of other teams that had back-to-back really good quarterbacks, and the only thing that came up to me was – Manning and Luck, but it's like I wouldn't go with Luck, and that seems kind of obvious. You'd have to go so, back a little further. You could go with Montana and Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. That does make it a little more difficult. But yeah. I mean, purely fantasy speaking, it's probably got to be Rodgers just because he I think he probably scored more points with his legs, yeah. and he throws a lot less interceptions. Yeah, so. that is true. The interceptions does make a big difference. I, I didn't look up the stats, but I just know they both had extremely good oh, yeah. years as fantasy quarterbacks, so I just I had to throw it out there and see which one you would take. All right, all right. We're going to end the show with this question because it's one <laughs> that everybody is going to have to think about at some point or another. Whether you're voting on this in your leagues, whether you're a commissioner and you have to figure out what you're going to do in this upcoming season, because it's still not a guarantee that we're going to have a full fantasy season. That's true. So, and this is something we're going to have to discuss more with the leagues that we're in. We're still (laughs) going to have to have this discussion off air and come up with a solution with the players we play with. 
Yeah. If the season is shortened. Yep. And, of course, this would have to be uh, talked about, about the number of games that were played. But if the season is shortened, would you rather have the overall points scorer be the winner of the league and get the money or roll over the money to the following season and have a real season with real head-to-head, real playoffs, and just make more money the next year? I think it depends on how short the season right. was. And, again, that yeah, is one of the qualifiers that has to be talked about. Because if it's a... If it's a 12-game season, I'd say give it to the guy that has the most points. But if it's a six-game season, just right. it, it's not worth it. It's, it's just let's just go to the next season because then it, you didn't deserve you didn't win anything. You weren't you were you didn't show that you were the best. Right, you were the best for six games. That's not good enough for me. So yeah, I think it it's 100% has to do with how many games were played in the regular season. Now, would it matter? how many games like if in the flag league per se because we have 32 teams two sides mm-hmm. of 16 if we got to the end of the regular season but did not get playoffs i mean that league is all about the head to head even if we played all 12 games before the playoffs started would you still be okay with just giving the money to the overall point winner I think there's a, it's more <laughs> to it with that because right. it, there's there's actual divisions, like you you win your division and you play your divisional opponents more than you. And I know that you score. The more you score, it has nothing to do with who you play. But it, it's it's a difficult one. I would I wouldn't be opposed if everybody said yes. I think it should be the overall and we, point if, winner. We I would could, be fine with that. We could, you know, because if it made the end of the regular season, so we knew who everybody made the playoffs, we could at least give everybody money based on if they were a division winner and yeah, they yeah. maybe got, you know, buys. Maybe we just split up the money and give it that and then just roll over a little bit to next yeah. year where it would be a little more incentive to uh, yeah, have a full yeah, season Yeah, have a good year. team. So well, then at the same time, this is – it's not exactly it's a contract league so there's going to be teams that are like well i'm rebuilding there's no chance for me to win that money next year i wasn't planning on winning so now all that money that i could be playing for is out the window i i so i don't know because maybe they were good this year but they were they all have one year contracts and so they're expecting to win this year it's really it's a hard one it's a hard league to consider something like this and hopefully we don't have to deal with it right because that's going to be really really difficult to navigate that is the hope uh, that we do not have to worry about anything different this year because we've mm-hmm. got so much in store this year. We, we've got other alternative fantasy leagues uh, on the horizon. We are planning to play some Madden this year on stream. If you're watching on Twitch, mm-hmm. we're going to do some of that and maybe have some fantasy aspects in that one, more or less if there is no fantasy football season because it's shortened or whatnot. Uh, but at least we have some ideas going forward in case we are without football, heaven forbid. But, yeah, uh, yeah there's lots to think about. So that's why I wanted to end with that question. Uh, if anybody out there has any um, interesting solutions to that problem, I would love to yes. hear them. So hit us up uh, at Fantasy Fuel on Twitter uh, or Facebook.com slash Fuel. 
Uh, but other than that, I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, listening, and if you're on Twitch, uh, thanks for watching, subscribing, following, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be on to the Back Row Jets show in yeah. just a moment, and uh, it's the end of the episode, and guess who shows up every single time? <laughs> Network, Network is now here to get to hear all about the New York Jets. So... <laughs> Thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and we will see you next week. Don't forget, stay fueled up. <laughs>